So we are doing chapter 16 and canto 6 from the Bhagavad Srimad Bhagavatam. <coughs> this chapter is about King Chitraketu meets the Supreme Lord. Now we have done last chapter how Chitraketu has been given the mantra by the divine, by Narada and the sage, how he has, he is by using it, he can reach the divine. So now we will see what happens. Sri Sukhdev Goswami said, My dear King Parikshit, by his mystic power, the great sage Narada brought the dead son into the vision of the all lamenting relatives and then spoke as follows. Sri Narad Muni said, O living entity, all good fortune unto you. Just see your father and mother. All your friends and relatives are overwhelmed with grief because of your passing away. Because you died untimely, the balance of your lifetime still remains. Therefore, you may re-enter your body and enjoy the remainder of your life. Surrounded by your friends and relatives, Accept the royal throne and all the opulences given by your father. Now, in this line, uh, Guru, you'll have to shut down your uh, microphone. Mic. Hmm? Uh, <coughs> in this line, you will come across a very strange verse which says, Because you died untimely, the balance of your lifetime still remains. So, the death of the son of Chitraketu was not timely. It was out of context. It had happened without the destiny taking part. So that means there is something very strange over here. Now what is it that is strange over here? If there is a destiny, the destiny says that the person is supposed to be alive from this time to this time and die during that particular minute. Then what is it that made the person die beforehand? Because now there is something balanced, something is still pending with that person. So what are the ways of getting out of it and how do you get into this kind of a trap? Now you have to know that there are certain things which are very much within the domain of destiny and there are certain things which are with outside the domain of destiny. What are those outside the domain of destiny? I'll give you two ideas about it. The first one is this, that those who are blessed enough to have the divine with them. How is that divine with them? If you recollect in Satyavan Savitri, the soul of Satyavan was returned back. Though the time had come for him to die. So that was definitely something out of extraordinary. These kind of things don't happen. So this was an extraordinary thing. In Chitraketu's case, his son died beforehand. So before the destiny could strike, he had passed away. So that means again there is certain other thing which has happened. That is the second part which I told you about. So why did this happen? Now this happens because there are lot of things which are supposed to be connected to it which are bound to happen. So you will find that those who are on the path of spiritual have a tremendous amount of spiritual advantage over normal human beings. The choice of continuing to serve the Lord is one of them. Suppose you are doing the job of the Lord. If you are doing the job of the Lord, then there are no such things which can happen like you have to go away. See, if there is a Lord's work to be done, then why would the Lord want you to go away? So there is, the work is important. So if the work is important, 
for the sake of the lord the indi- the individual can continue in the same body or take up another i hope you i am not confusing you all let us say the person is supposed to die at the age of 50 okay this is destiny destiny is saying that the person is supposed to die at the age of 50 by the time he is 45 he has reached the state of enlightenment now from the age of 45 onwards till 50 there is no accumulation of karma which you know very well once a person gets realized there is no accumulation of karma happening so there is no agami karma prarabdha is literally come to an end but there is something balance prarabdha is also the part of that destiny which if you remember the death was destined but because he has accepted the divine word of the lord now he has become the tool in the hand of the lord then the person even at the age of 50 can die for a certain amount of time and come back or revive you have seen these kind of cases sometimes in your life i mean you might have heard about them people were suddenly revived and they continued to live for a certain number of more years and then they gave up their body when that happens baba sai baba also he had to give up his body at one one time in his life he is a realized di- divine being correct and because he is a divine being what happened was he had to give up the body but he came back because there was something balance which he had to complete now this is called the lord's jobs work some duties which the lord has destined in their life that you have to do this so they can come back and proceed this is one way the other way is there are certain karmas which are pending the body has a finite value the body gets finished all right the finite value is let us say a, a man dies at the age of 20 but he has got another 60 more years of karma written how do you get out of that if the body is reusable then it is possible to do that but otherwise the person has to go and switch into some other body that is also possible because bodies that are available this person can switch into some other body so these are certain ways methodologies by means of which prolonging a particular period of the life of a person can also happen sometimes you need a body which is fresh enough i mean if you remember in uh, if the, those who donate their eyes and stuff like that you can donate it only during that first so many hours because then the body's parts are reusable but after some time that the deterioration of the body has happened you cannot do anything in the same way you will find that this body may be fresh enough to be used by the divine beings in their work so that is the reason why they can take it up so i hope you understand because you died untimely death the balance of your lifestyle still remains understood therefore you may reenter your body and enjoy the remainder of your life the body is still available and narada is over there so narada is able to recall the person and put him back in that surrounded by your friends and the relatives accept the royal throne and the opulence is given by your father that means he is supposed to become the king also so he is already blessed over there if you see the blessing is already there direct blessing is there by the mystic power of narad muni the living entity reentered his dead body for a short time and spoke in reply to narad muni's request now we will see what happens hmm? he said according to the results of my fruitive activities i the living being transmigrated from one body to another sometimes going to the species of the demigods 
sometimes to the species of the lower animals, sometimes among the vegetables, sometimes among the human species. Therefore, in which birth were these my father and mother? No one is actually my mother and father. How can I accept these two as my parents? So, did you understand? If you are a vegetable, <laughs> how can you say, I am a father and a mother? You are a seed. You don't even know your father and mother. Similarly, if you are an animal, similarly, if you Again, what makes a person think that just because two people are giving birth, like father is there and mother is there. Hmm. So, what is it that a person believes that, oh, this is the reason why they are my father and mother. There is no such thing. So, this small child is woken up in the body and he is giving a discourse to his uh, parents. Now, he is going to say something. Which is actually something which we need to be very very clear about. We always get attached to people. Children get attached to their parents and the parents get attached to their children. Or husband gets attached to his wife and wife gets attached to the husband or children get attached to mother or father or whatever. It just keeps on happening. But there is no such truth. You are, just, you are an independent being not at all responsible for anybody suppose i mean just we we take into supposition that okay somebody has given birth through that body no there is no such thing so the child is saying through his body that i the living being transmigrates from one body to the other sometimes going to the species of demigods so you can become a demigod as well remember demigods without physical body they can still be demigods by using the spiritual or natural, uh, the uh, spirit body. Hmm? Sometimes to a species of lower animals, yes, your karmas are too many, you can become a lower animal. Sometimes as vegetables and sometimes as human species. So any kind of species you can become. Therefore, in which birth were these my father and mother? So which birth? You can't have the same child again and again and again, okay? Sometimes the person may be the father also. Sometimes it may be the child. Sometimes it may be some other person. It does not really matter. So no one is actually my father or mother. How can I accept these two as my parents? In this material world, which advances like the river that carries away the living entity, all people become friends, relatives and enemies in due course of time. They also act neutrally they meditate, they despise one another and they act in many other relationships. Nonetheless, despite, despite these, these various transactions, no one is permanently related. So sometimes we have friends, sometimes we have relatives, sometimes we become father, mother, sometimes we become child, sometimes we become something else, sometimes we hate somebody and sometimes we love somebody. But None of these people are related to each other. There is no such thing as bonding, relatives or anything of that sort. We are just coming together like, you know, in one haystack and all, everything over there, like that. Just as gold and other commodities are continuously transferred from one place to another, in due course of purchase and sale, so the living entities, as a result of his fruitive activities, wanders throughout the entire universe, being injected into various bodies in different species of life, like one kind of father after another. So, you can just like, you know, this commodities, like gold and all. You can go from one place to the other. A few living entities are born in human species and the others are born as animals. Although both are living entities, their relationships are impermanent. An animal may remain in the custody of a human being for some time and then the same animal may be transferred to the possession of other human beings. As soon as the animal goes away, the former proprietor no longer has a sense of ownership. As long as the animal is in his possession, he certainly has an affinity for it. But as soon as the animal is sold, the affinity is lost. These kind of flimsy relationships are there in this world. You see, it is like, you know, we go out and buy one animal. The animal is with us and say, oh, my calf, my, my bacha, my this thing, my that thing, okay, my dog. 
and then later on you go and sell the dog or you give it to somebody else then what has happened to that dog or that animal it's no longer yours then what has happened in the same way don't we have relationships with people you get you know you get to meet so many friends and you think that those friends are your dearest ones i'm sorry they are not you get to meet husband meets wives and wives meets husband okay in today's day and age divorces happen left right and center the wife goes away the husband goes away the man marries another woman and this woman goes and marries somebody else and then they may go for another divorce and then they marry somebody else and then they marry somebody else keeps on happening so what is your wife and what is your husband isn't it such a flimsy relationship that we are thinking that when two people come together that there is something called a bonding there is no such thing just because like the animal comes together to this with this person we think that there is a bonding there is no bonding so we are independent of each other whether you like it or not even though one living entity becomes connected with another because of relationships based on bodies they are perishable all relationships are perishable the living entity is eternal only you are eternal not something else so don't think about the relationships at all you are eternal who is this you we are trying to try to find out actually it is the body that is born or lost not the living entity you can keep on just like this child came back to the same body you remember i was telling you you can take up another body also you understand whatever is a fresh body available that body can be taken doesn't mean that that body belongs to that person i'm sorry no it's like is i i'm using a garment which belongs to somebody else i own the garment think about it like this no now you have a t-shirt okay all right now husband and wife okay there is a husband and there is wife the t-shirt belongs to the husband all right and now what happens a husband's friend comes so the husband gives the t-shirt to that fellow to wear so can this lady say that that is my husband just because he is wearing a t-shirt can that be said you cannot say that so that means what there is some problem over there isn't it of understanding the understanding is absolutely wrong when you say just because a garment this body is a garment by the way you are wearing some garment doesn't mean that you can own that particular individual so it's a just a garment just like any other garment that we have so actually it is the body that is born or lost not the living entity not you you are different than the body so don't think that you are the garment the body okay one should not accept the living entity takes birth or dies the living being actually has no relationship with the so called fathers and mothers as long as he appears as son of a certain father and a mother as a result of his past fruitive activities he has a connection with the body given by that father and the mother thus he falsely accepts himself as their son and acts affectionately after he dies however the relationship is finished under these circumstances one should not be falsely involved with jubilation or lamentation so the moment you say oh i feel so nice this is my son oh my son has come and this 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 so many things we happen to hear so what is the big deal in that there is nothing in that it is just some body who has come and you believe that that body is your son or your daughter or somebody like that there is nothing there is actually no relationship like that the living entity is eternal and imperishable because he actually has no beginning and no end he never takes birth or dies he is the basic principle of all types of bodies yet he does not belong to the bodily category the living being is so sublime that he is equal in quality to the supreme lord nonetheless because he is extremely small he is prone to be illusioned by the external energy and thus he creates various bodies for himself according to his different desires so how do you get a new body it is due to your own desire suppose this time you have a desire of eating maybe rice let us say you have a, a desire for eating rice all the time you like rice so much 
in the next life you will become that black kida rice in the what <laughs> who loves the rice so much he lives in that thing so don't have desires you don't know what kind of desires can lead you where there is no way of knowing okay so don't say that i have a desire suppose you have a desire for wearing fancy clothes okay in the next life what can you become maybe a mannequin for all you know get to wear every day new clothes no <laughs> so don't you even have that desire so the idea called a desire can lead you from one life to the other to the other to the other to the other if you say i want so much money that nobody can count that kind of money okay you can be a rat in fort knox you know that i don't know whether there are rats in fort knox but still <laughs> you can be a rat in fort knox <laughs> and then yes you have a lot of money with you what is the use <laughs> so these are the different desires which can make us we really don't understand you know what we ask the moment we ask if you go to the te- if you let us say you know you have gone to the temple and you say you know oh i want a beautiful wife or i want a handsome husband okay he has to look like this or this girl has to look like that and all you have made all your big list of things maybe you miss out that that person could be deaf and dumb and you get a deaf and dumb okay then what are you going to do you don't know so there is no point in asking for something which is you are going to get into a trap a debt in a, a basically a trap which you cannot get out of so don't ask ever for this living entity no one is dear nor is anyone unfavorable he makes no distinction between that which is his own and that which belongs to anyone else he is one without a second in other words he is not affected by friends and enemies well wishers or mischief mongers he is only an observer a witness in the different qualities of men so what is this entity inside the entity who is living in a body is actually not having qualities per se but we think that that person has qualities no there is no other he is only one he is not affected by friends and relatives friends and relatives what friends what relatives how can a person who has taken another uh, say <coughs> you know think about it like this now you may be a shoe okay you may be a shoe okay now the shoe belongs to jimmy choo so jimmy choo shoe okay tomorrow you come in now you are the shoe who is gone inside one temple and there are other eh, corona bata these that bola na 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 ye mere se bahut low caste ka shoe hai you think you're going to say that you can't, you can't be joking okay my style and my quality shoe is not there okay tomorrow jimmy choo shoe will come next to you you can't say that he is my relative just because he got branded in some uh, china or some store doesn't mean uh, you know some place of manufacture doesn't mean that he is your relative you got what i am saying this is also chamda you understand chamda chamda means we are leather only this body is leather so one leather shoe that is there cannot look at another leather shoe and say oh you also belong to this company ha huh? sorry boss you don't understand company may be <laughs> <laughs> maybe same but one person cannot connect with the other person just because they are all made of chamda so don't get into that kind of a relationship with anybody no chamda relationship hmm okay so <laughs> this is this is like a it's a it's a very funny example but you need to understand that you cannot say you know ki i am nike and you are adidas can't say that that also cannot be said so you have to keep quiet don't you even think about somebody else is relative of you is not nobody is related to anybody we are nobody's relation we are made in chamda company by some leather person and stitched together like that doesn't mean anything so that person has to only consider himself as an observer you are here in this world only to watch see don't bar- don't bother about if somebody says something to you 
Okay, just because you are wearing a brand name doesn't mean you belong to that. No. Alright? The Supreme Lord Atma, the creator or cause or effect, does not accept the happiness and distress that results from fruitive actions. He is completely independent of having to accept a material body and because he has no material body, he is always neutral. The living entities being part and parcel of the Lord possesses his quality in a minute quantity. Therefore, one should not be affected by lamentation. We are a part of the divine. Okay, The divine has not taken a body. The divine doesn't take a physical body. Alright? So, doesn't mean that just because he has not taken a physical body, he is somebody uh, not connected with us. He and me are one and the same. He has taken that he, which is the divine, has taken this body, has taken your bodies, has taken other people's bodies. So, the divine is supposedly come in the body, so it belongs, it doesn't belong to that body. No, no relationship. Alright. See, Sukhdev Goswami continued. When the conditioned soul, Jiva, in the form of Maharaj Chitraketu's son had spoken in this way and then left, Chitraketu and other relatives of the dead son were all astonished. Thus they cut off the shackles of their affection which was due to the relationship with him and gave up their lamentation. Queen after the relatives have discharged their duties by performing the proper funeral ceremonies and burning the dead bo- child's body, they gave up the affection that leads to illusion, lamentation, fear and pain. Such affection is undoubtedly difficult to give up, but they gave it up very easily. So, Chitraketu's son, he went away from the body and the body was then used for the purpose of cremation. Queen duty co-wives who had poisoned the child were very much ashamed and they lost all their bodily luster. While lamenting O King, they remembered the instructions of Angira and gave up their ambition to bear children. Following the directions of the Brahmanas, they went to the bank of Yamuna where they bathed and atoned for their sinful activities. Thus enlightened by the instructions of the Brahmana, Angira and Narada, King Chitraketu became fully aware of spiritual knowledge as the elephant becomes free from the muddy reservoir of water, King Chitraketu came out of the darkness, dark well of family life. The king bathed in the water of the Yamuna and according to the prescribed duties, he offered oblation of water to the forefathers and demigods. Very gravely, controlling his senses and mind, he then offered the respect and obeisance to the son of the Lord Brahma, that is Angira and Narada. Thereafter, being very much pleased with Chitraketu, who was self-controlled devotee and surrendered soul, Narada, the most powerful sage, spoke to him the following transcendental instructions. Narada gave Chitraketu the following mantra. O Lord, O Supreme Personality of Godhead, who are addressed by your Omkara, Pranava, I offer my respectful obeisance unto you. O Lord Vasudeva, I meditate upon you. O Lord Pradyumna, Lord Aniruddha and Lord Shankarshana, I offer you my respectful obeisance. O Reservoir of Spiritual Potency, O Supreme Bliss, I offer my respectful obeisance unto you who are self-sufficient and most peaceful. O Ultimate Truth, one without a second, you are realized as Parabrahma, Brahma, Paramatma and Bhagwan, and are therefore the reservoir of all knowledge. I offer my respectful obeisance unto you. And remember, these are all prayers. The prayers are always praising the divine. That is why a prayer is a praise. P-R-A-I-S-E-Y-E-R One and the same word. But praises. You need to always praise the divine. It's like if you have a girlfriend, you will definitely praise her same way. <laughs> God is better than a girlfriend. <laughs> At least he is not going to teach you. <laughs> Perceiving your personal bliss, you are always transcendental to the waves of material nature. Therefore, my Lord, I offer my respectful obeisance unto you. You are the supreme controller of the senses and your expansion of forms are unlimited. You are the greatest and therefore I offer my respectful obeisance unto you. See, it's so, so many times you have 
वो भी सही बोलेगा तो नमो नमो नम यू नो नमस्कार करना पैर छूना वो ऐसे टाइप का द वर्ड्स एंड द माइंड ऑफ द कंडीशन सोल के नॉट अप्रोच द सुप्रीम पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड फॉर मटीरियल नेम्स एंड फॉर्म्स आर नॉट एप्लीकेबल टू द लॉर्ड हु इज एंटायरली स्पिरिचुअल बियॉन्ड द कंसेप्शन ऑफ द ग्रॉस एंड द सटल फॉर्म्स द इम्पर्सनल ब्रह्मा इज एन अदर ऑफ इज फॉर्म्स मे ही बाई हिज प्लेजर प्रोटेक्ट अस हु हैज द चॉइस ऑफ प्रोटेक्टिंग यू द लॉर्ड ओनली यू कैनॉट गो एंड आस्क यू नो यू बेटर प्रोटेक्ट मी देखो आई नीड प्रोटेक्शन यू कॉन्ट डू दैट यू कॉन्ट गो एंड फोर्स द लॉर्ड सो द नेक्स्ट टाइम प्रेयर्स आर वी आर अपीजिंग हिम वी आर सेंग टू हिम वी आर वी आर इज सप्लीकेंट्स यू कैनॉट गो एंड यू नो थ्रेटन द लॉर्ड बाय द वे वी हैव लॉट ऑफ पीपल हु विल गो एंड थ्रेटन द लॉर्ड सी आई गेव यू वन किलो पेड़ा यू हैव टू गिव मी दिस Sorry, doesn't work like that. <laughs> so never do that kind of thing. It's not going to work. As parts made completely of earth are situated on earth after being created and are transformed into earth again when broken, this cosmic manifestation is caused by the supreme Brahma, situated by the supreme Brahma, and annihilated by the same supreme Brahma. Therefore, since the supreme Lord is the cause of Brahma, let us offer him our respectful obeisance. The supreme Brahma emanates from the supreme personality of Godhead. and expands into the sky although untouched by anything material it exists within and without nonetheless the mind intelligence senses and the living force can neither touch him nor know him i offer unto him my respectful obeisance in this line there is a mention of the supreme divine consciousness see the supreme divine consciousness is the mother of the brahma that is the unmanifest divinity and the other side the manifest divinity they all come from the supreme divine consciousness which is called krishna krishna gives birth to the unmanifest on one side and on the other side it is the manifest so two things are coming out of him one which can be seen and one which cannot be seen and that is the reason why it is mentioned that he is the mother and the father of everything you cannot even say that he could be mother he could be father nothing like that <clears throat> as iron has the power to burn when made red hot in the association of fire so the body senses living forces mind and intelligence although merely lumps of matter can function in their activities when infused with a particle of consciousness by the supreme personality of godhead as iron cannot burn unless heated by fire the body senses cannot act unless favored by the supreme brahma so everything what is it that we are talking about the body the senses the living force that is the prana mind intelligence all these put together they are perishable quantities perishable things they are not from the divine so don't you even think that the mind is divine or the intellect is divine nothing is divine so see this again as the iron has the power to burn when red, made red hot in the association of fire so the body senses living force mind intellects although merely lumps of matter intellect and mind is also lumps of matter the prana that is there is also lumps of matter by the way prana is not there it's only there on this planet earth if you go to the moon and you remove your you know equipment no prana will be there hmm. interstellar also you go in outer space and you think you can stay alive over there without your oxygen illa you can't even stay there you can't even breathe you will be without prana so prana is connected to this earth again mind is connected to this earth if the prana is not there what mind will exist over there on that other planet nothing will exist no intellect also will work nothing is going to work so we need oxygen and this and that and all those things for running our bodies so whether you go on the moon or you go to mars or whichever planet you want to go to please carry your oxygen and all your components with you otherwise you will think you know i'm jaake aayega udhar se wapas illa nothing is going to come back so everything belongs to this earth okay including this body senses mind also intellect also everything 
including the prana. Uh, by the way, there are some people in this world who think that by doing pranayam they reach God. Incidentally, all these can be used for reaching wherever you want to. You can reach the devil also by using prana. Who says you can't? So there is nothing like that. That you know, by doing pranayam you are going to go to some god person or something like that. Illa. No god there. Only you get to see, you know, start. Chik, 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 chik. Why, you know? Because, you know, that uh, blood goes to your brain too much. Yeah, you do yeah, that uh, marathon and you see what happens. <laughs> Brito will guide you. After you have run for, say, 10 kilometers, everything looks like that. Chik, 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 chik. <laughs> so, you need water, you need all the sodium, potassium, these, that, everything is gone. So, you need refreshments. And Gatorade and all those, you know, fancy liquids to replenish, otherwise your eyes are going to have all those stars in you. Same way with pranayama, you know, you try your prana stunt also, one day. You do bastrika, you know, bastrika, excessive. Okay, do it extra fast and see what happens. But keep the ambulance number handy. Hmm. Too much of pumping, you know, can send a lot of blood to your brain, your brain can, your brain can capsize. Same way, like you have, you have jumped in the water and you don't know how to breathe. You know, na? You, those, who, those who know swimming, they <laughs> try breathing under water, see what happens. Very difficult. Something wrong will happen. So, this is, the problem is this. So, prana, mind, body, senses, intellect, everything is from this planet Earth not from some other. So don't even think that, you know, just because I am doing some yoga sana and all that, you are going to go some to some Godhead and something like that. Nothing is going to happen. So, he says, these are the particles which are infused with consciousness by the Supreme Personality of Godhead. All these particles, including the particles of sand that you see, they are also infused by the Supreme Divine Consciousness. The Supreme Divine Consciousness is in everything. Okay. Oh, transcendental Lord, who are situated in the topmost planet of the spiritual world. Your two lotus feet are always massaged by the multitude of the best devotee with their lotus bud hands. You are the Supreme Personality of Godhead, complete in six opulences. You are the Supreme Person mentioned in the Purusha Sukta prayers. You are the most perfect, self-realized master of all the mystic powers. Let me offer my respectful obeisance unto you. So, they are all, this is a continuation of the prayers. In the prayers, he says that you are the Supreme Personality of God. He has got six opulences. You are the Supreme Person mentioned in the Purusha Sukta. Purusha Sukta is that which is there in the Vedas. Okay? It's a prayers which uh, some of the Brahmins, you know, they keep on they keep on saying all that. Yeah. By saying that prayer, Purusha Sukta, nobody can become anything. So, you are the most perfect self-realized master of all mystic powers. He is a master of all the mystic powers, all the magic that happens in this world. Whether giving birth to somebody or taking the person's life, he is only the master. Let me offer my respectful obeisance unto you. So Sukhdev Goswami continued, Narada having become the spiritual master of Chitraketu, instructed him fully in the prayers because Chitraketu was fully surrendered. O King Parikshit, Narada then left with the great sage Angira for the topmost planet known as Brahmaloka. So, Chitraketu then becomes the disciple of the Supreme Master Narada Muni. Narada Muni is the master of devotional aspect of the Lord. Understand this. See, there are various methods of reaching the Lord. One of the methods of reaching the Lord is devotion, which is the highest. Number one methodology. The lowest would be called as Sankhya Yoga or that is called knowledge path. Why is knowledge path inferior? Is because the moment you get knowledge, you know, your mind starts thinking that it is the master of the universe itself. <laughs> so, you say, I am that. I am that. Sir, you are not that. Hmm. There is no you and that cannot be equated. You are just one small portion of something. Doesn't mean that you are that. So, this great person who thinks that he has become that, 
he is the one who practices the sankhya yoga or the the yoga of knowledge then there are other people who follow the path of karma yoga they come second in number so those who follow karma yoga think that i have done all my duties yeah by doing duties you cannot reach love and devotion love and devotion a master accepts a disciple only when there is a surrender see this when chitraketu had fully surrendered only when you surrender to the divine master will he accept you otherwise he doesn't accept you even those who are the raj yogis raj yogis those who practice the raj yoga they teach all these kind of things so that you can learn one of the greatest uh, sages of raj yoga was also um what is that parshuram's friend what is that wish what is that yeah <laughs> vishwamitra and then there were some other also there were some very great people than that somebody who taught the archery do you remember archery mahabharata archery was taught by whom dronacharya so dronacharya is also a guru of that but what can he teach he can teach you archery he can teach you fighting skills he can teach you certain amount of things so if you learn from that person but you have to go with humility is like those who have gone and seen that uh, you know bruce lee and that other kung fu uh, that kung fu film which had come in between there was the master and the student till the student doesn't he is not humble and he doesn't bow down to the master nothing happens acceptance if you remember there is a story where the student is not accepted by dronacharya though he goes with humility yet he is not accepted you are this thing is closed hmm so there is no way the sound will come <laughs> yes yes so now this person goes to dronacharya and requests him to be his teacher but he says no so what does he do he learns at the side you may say that that was not an ego that was an ego you cannot go with any kind of ego you have to be completely a humble person then only you are accepted so acceptance doesn't mean if you join the gang doesn't mean that you are accepted no you can become a part of a coterie no problem but it doesn't mean that there is an acceptance it's like we can go and join certain classes just and they we may not be of that division also right or wrong like if in the college there are so many classes tumhara girlfriend hai na kaun sa mechanical engineering mein baitha hai aur tum hai kaun sa to bhi it wala aadmi to udhar mechanical ka class mein ghus jayega jaake baithega na it doesn't mean that you are accepted over there understood something like that so it is doesn't mean that so acceptance has to be there from the guru's side yes i accept you all right so this is something which you need to understand fasting and drinking only water chitraketu was one week con- continuously chanted with great care and attention the mantra given by narad muni the previous entire prayer that was called the mantra okay oking parikshit after one week of repeated practicing the mantra received from the spiritual master chitraketu achieved the rule of the planet of the vidyadharas as an intermediate product of the spiritual advancement in knowledge okay this is something which you need to know there are vidyadharas there are gandharvas there are various kinds of different different creatures you can become the master of one of these universes by reaching a certain stage you know uh, those who have understood this those who learn music after they reach a certain stage they can become a master of that particular stage then they reach a higher then they can become of that 
then they reach still higher, then they can become of that. See, likewise, in the same way, Chitra Ketu also, by doing certain amount of austerities, he has now reached the state where Vidyadharas, a, a class of uh, beings, where he becomes their leader over there. King Parikshit, after one week of repeatedly practicing the mantra received from the spiritual master, Chitra Ketu achieved the rule of the planet of Vidyadharas as an intermediate product of the spiritual advancement in knowledge. Thereafter, within a few days, by the influence of the mantra that Chitrakata had practiced, his mind became increasingly enlightened in spiritual progress and he attained the lotus shelter at the lotus feet of Anantadeva. Anantadeva. Anantadeva is the Shisha, Adishesha, you know that? Upon reaching the shelter of Lord Shesha, the Supreme Personality of Goddess Chitraketu saw that he was as white as the white fibers of the lotus flower. He was dressed in the bluish garments and adorned with a brilliantly glittering helmet, armlets, belts and bangles. His face was smiling and his eyes were reddish. He was surrounded by his exalted liberated persons as Sumat Kumara. As soon as Maharaj Chitraketu saw the Supreme Lord, he was cleansed of all the material contamination and situated in the original Krishna consciousness. Being completely purified, he became silent and grave and because of love of the Lord, tears fell from his eyes and his hair stood on end. With great devotion and love, he offered his respectful obeisance unto the original personality of Godhead. Now you may think, you know, that he has taken some ticket and gone from X to Y place. Nothing like that has happened. He is sitting in his place. Wherever he is practicing in the mantra, there only. So physically he is not moving anywhere. So when he meets the Anantashesh, he is not moved to some place where Anantashesh is living. You enter the domain from where you are, from the same body, from the same vehicle that you have. Okay? So from this domain itself you are reaching there. So you see this. So the, the idea that you have to go from X place to Y place doesn't is nothing like that. You don't have to catch delta. No. <laughs> you, no, no airlines over there. No, you have to go via your spiritual methods. With tears of love and affection, Chitraketu repeatedly moistened the resting place of the Supreme Lord's lotus feet. Because his voice was choked in ecstasy for a considerable time, he was unable to utter any of the letters of the alphabet to offer the Lord suitable prayers. At that point in time, when you reach the certain domain of the Lord, by sitting in meditation, you have meditated, you have taken the name of the Lord. Now suddenly when you see this divine in front of you, you don't even know what you are supposed to talk at that point in time. Thereafter, by controlling his mind with his intelligence and thus restricting his senses from external engagement. That means what? While sitting in that position, you have to use your intellect to curb your mind so that it doesn't go out anywhere and the senses are shut down. He recovered suitable words with which to express his feelings. Thus he began offering prayers to the Lord who is the personification of the Holy Scriptures. That is Sattva Samhita like the Brahma Samhita and the Narad Panchatra. And those who are the spiritual master of all. He offered his prayers as follows. So now he is going to pray to Adishesh. Chitragitu said, O unconquerable Lord, although you cannot be conquered by anyone, you are certainly conquered by devotees who have controlled both the mind and the senses. They can keep you under their control because you are causelessly merciful to devotees who desire no material profits from you. Indeed, you give yourself to them and because of this, you also have a full control over your devotees. It is when you are the supplicant to that particular Lord and you have praised Him and you have become nice to Him and you have... He becomes... He becomes your servant. Okay? That is how it works. My dear Lord, this cosmic manifestation and its creation, maintenance and annihilation are all your appealances. Since Lord Brahma and other creatures are nothing but small portions of the portion of you, their partial powers to create does not make them God Ishvara. Their consciousness of themselves are separate lords and therefore merely false prestige. It is not valid. You exist in the beginning, middle and the end of everything. From the most minor particle of cosmic manifestation, the atom to the gigantic universe and the total material energy. Nonetheless, you are eternal, external, eternal, having no beginning, middle or end. You are perceived to exist in the three phases and thus you are permanent. When the cosmic manifestation does not exist, you exist as the original potency. Every universe is covered by seven layers. 
earth, water, fire, air, sky, total energy and false ego. Each 10 times greater than the previous one. They are innumerable universes besides these and although they are unlimitedly large, they move about like atoms in you. Therefore, you are called unlimited or ananta. O Lord, O Supreme Unintelligent Persons who thirst for sense enjoyments and who worship various demigods are no better than animals in the human form of life. Because of their animalistic propensities, they fail to worship your Lordship and instead they worship the insignificant demigods who are but small sparks of your glory. With the destruction of the entire universe including the demigods, the benedictions received from the demigods also vanish. Just like the nobility when the king is no longer in power. See, we keep on asking the demigods, you know, give me this, give me this, give me this, give me this. But they are also going to finish. Think about it. You have got a sanction from one particular manager. Okay. And this manager leaves and goes away. You think the other manager who is going to come over there will be, uh, you know, uh, going to give you that? No, I am sorry, he doesn't. Because you are not a part of his coterie. Then you have to establish a relationship with him. You got what I am saying? If you... The previous manager is was a friend of yours. Now the new one may not be your friend. So you are not going to get the benefits in the same way the gods whom we are praying to may have been existing when we started our prayer. But, the, but when you actually want something, they are not there. How do you know that they are there? So there is no point in praying to these gods who are not going to be around for a very long time. O Supreme Lord, if the person obsessed with material desire for sense gratification through material opulences worships you, who are the sources of all the knowledge and are transcendental to material qualities, they are not subject to material rebirths. Just as sterilized or fried seed do not produce plants. Living entities are subjected to the repetition of birth and death because they are conditioned by material nature. But since you are transcendental, one who is inclined to associate with you in transcendence escapes the condition of material nature. So those who are bowing down to the Lord Adishesha or the Divine Supreme Divine Consciousness called Krishna, they do not have any such thing in them. They do not have to keep on taking birth time and again and again and again. Hmm? Oh unconquerable one, when you spoke about Bhagavad Dharma, which is uncontaminated religious system of the shed, of achieving the shelter of your lotus feet, that your victories. Persons who have no material desires like the Kumaras, who are self-satisfied sages, worship you to be liberated from material contamination. In other words, they accept the process of Bhagavad Dharma to achieve shelter at your lotus feet. What, what is this Dharma that we are talking about? Devotional aspect. Devotion. Hmm? Being full of contradictions, all forms of religions, Baddha Bhagavad Dharma work under conceptions of fruitive results and distinctions of you and I and yours and mine. Every other thing that we keep on learning in this material world. That means somebody is telling you go and pray to this God, go and do this, go and do that. So many archanas, pujas, God knows what all things, you know. You, what, what person doesn't realize that they are getting trapped in those places? The moment you go to that place, you are trapped forever. You don't know you have to be trapped in that particular place forever. So why are you why are you going and asking also in that place? You don't have to go and ask anybody for anything. Don't. You, you are unnecessarily putting yourself in very big trouble. So the only thing which is working is called the Bhagavad Dharma. Where there is no I and you and all those kind of things. You know the Ahankara is doesn't exist. You are lost in the divine. That's it. The followers of Srimad Bhagavatam have no such consciousness. They are all Krishna conscious thinking of all that is Krishna and Krishna is theirs. They are the other lower class religious systems which are contemplated for the killing of enemies and the gains of mystic power. But such religious systems being full of passion and envy are impure and temporary. Because they are full of envy, they are full of irreligion. So we should never follow those kind of religion which is going to lead us towards these kind of problems in our material world. How can a religious system that produces envy in oneself and the other be beneficial for oneself and for them? What is auspicious about following such system? What is actually to be gained by causing pain to one's own self due to self-envy and by causing pain to others, one arouses your anger and practices religion. By following these kind of religions which are not even going to lead us anywhere, 
by saying that you have to do this to get that never follow that, that kind of religion which says to you you have to do some prayers and then only you will get benefit don't follow such type of religions you don't have to because the lord is basically not somebody who is a transactional type of a lord you know you give me this and i'll give you that it is like bribing him then what is the point he, he cannot be a god no think about it can you bribe a god with 1 kilo pedas you think he is interested in your pedas oh come on you cannot be saying that or you can't say you know i am going to give you okay i am giving you 5000 rupees so you better you know work for me you think he is your servant or what to work for you for 5000 bucks nowadays you won't even get a clerk for that amount of money <laughs> you know very strangely i recently came across this person who came and gave some 10000 bucks in one temple okay and the person expects you know big big things from the temple he thinks that the god is going to come and give him this and that and so many other things and on top of it he expects the pujari to be very very cordial to him he expects him to you know give him some nariyal this that so many things it's your expectation you think the god is packaged in that nariyal pani or what he is going to come to your house nothing like that is ever going to happen so there is no point in giving even 10000 bucks or 10000 dollars nothing is going to work you are going to be unnecessarily trapped in that the action which you think you are not going to get trapped in you will be because by going to such kind of places or offering such kind of things you are completely at the mercy of this particular date so he says these are basically irreligious things so please do not even attempt those kind of things understand this the lord is not interested in any of your material benefits he is not interested in selling himself to you what is it that he is looking out for is called only love and devotion that is all beyond that do not even try to give him anything just give him your love and your devotion that's it and that is all that he needs so is it going to be beneficial for oneself no what is auspicious about following such type of system there is nothing auspicious about following some type of a system don't even try to follow because you are unnecessarily putting yourself and your children may be in the future you know you may put yourself first first you have already put your head on the line and now you are going to put your children or somebody else why you know i am i come across people who say you know oh this fellow is a great jyotishi so we should go to him you know recommendation people go by recommendation oh that fellow he tells the truth you know everything that he says comes true so we should go to him so it's like that you know some person hears oh you go and do something over there some prayer to this temple udhar hai na 25 limbu lagayega to tumhara hai na kalyan ho jayega bola ne 25 ne main hai na 2500 limbu lagata hai kuch nahi hone wala hai jaake limbu laga ke kuch nahi hota hai लिंबू वाले का फायदा है समझ में आया वो वापस वही लिंबू लेके दूसरे किसी को बेचेगा तो वाई गेट इन टू ऑल दीज थिंग्स फॉर वॉट रीजन देर इज नो पॉइंट सो डोंट गेट इन टू दिस काइंड ऑफ थिंग्स इज वॉट इज एक्चुअली गेट सी वी लर्न दिस बुक्स एवरी डे नो एवरी टाइम वी कीप ऑन लर्निंग दिस सेम थिंग अगेन एंड अगेन एंड अगेन एंड अगेन एंड अगेन एंड येट आफ्टर वी फिनिश दिस सत्संग हो वो टेंपल में जाने का है उधर है ना वो ही करने का है क्यों बोला दिवाली आ गया दसरा आ गया ये हो गया वो हो गया वाई आर यू नॉट गोइंग बैक अगेन टू द सेम स्टूपिड प्लेस फॉर व्हाट आर यू डूइंग दैट आई नो बडी नोज आफ्टर रीडिंग सच काइंड ऑफ ब्यूटीफुल बुक्स ऑल्सो वाई डू यू हैव टू डू ऑल दैट अगेन वेरी स्ट्रेंजली है नो इवन इन क्रिस्टियनिटी आई डोंट नो विच टेम्पल जीजस क्राइस्ट गो टू बाय द वे डज एनीबडी नो Jesus went to some temple father in heaven oh sorry boss he was standing in the middle of road and praying you got what i'm saying even buddha never visited any temple you go to that um, sai baba's temple there is no god there only sai baba is there have you noticed it see think about it think 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 you go to any of these great sages or these great people there is no god putla over there or something like that there nothing to pray to 
So why are we going to some temple and praying over there? I don't know. You want to meet Jesus, you don't have to go to any church. You want to go and meet Krishna, you don't have to go to any temple to meet him. Sit in your place like Chitra Ketu. Like that. Do meditation, no problem. Or just keep on thinking about him. He will come and stand in front of you. You got, you got the answer? Is on demand service, sir. <laughs> oh, Kali connection barabar lagna mangta hai. Oh, coin dalne ka connection lag gaya, ho gaya udar. See the Lord is in front of you. You don't have to go to any booth somewhere. No. Koi jane ka zaruri nahi. So, what you get to see over there is not the truth. So, don't get into it. So, what we will do is we will stop over here. Alright? So, we have stopped at 42. So, the rest of the chapter we will do tomorrow. Alright? So, we can stop here.